Good morning, and we are joined uh, for the first time as Congresswoman Erin Halchin. And uh, good morning to you, Congresswoman. Good morning, Tom. Uh, how is Southern Indiana today? Well, uh, it's a little uh, foggy and a little bit of a wintry mix, but uh, you know, it's, they say uh, not to not to expect uh, accumulations, just uh, some icy bridges and thing, overpasses, things of that nature, but uh, should blow over soon. So, uh, and of course, uh, last time uh, we talked, you were candidate Halchin, now uh, Congresswoman Halchin, and uh, how have you adjusted to uh, life uh, since you've been sworn in? You know, it, it, was, it took a little bit for us to get sworn in, um, and I was grateful that we finally all came together and uh, united behind a Speaker of the House and Kevin McCarthy. It has been um, a whirlwind roller coaster uh, for the first few weeks, but I think I'm finally getting our sea legs under us. We've been assigned to committees and uh, three important committees uh, in the House of Representatives. I serve on House Financial Services. Uh, education and workforce, and the oldest committee in the House of Representatives, which is the Rules Committee, uh, honored to have that appointment by the Speaker and um, ready to get to work. Now, as far as the significance of these uh, three committees that you're on, uh, how would they relate to uh, folks and how how are they important to uh, folks back home? Sure. As a member of the House Financial Services Committee, it does give Hoosiers a seat at the table on most important economic issues that would affect them. So we're going to play a pivotal role in establishing oversight over the Biden administration, fighting back against growth stifling policies. Um, You know, as a small business owner, it's my priority to bring the common sense solutions, protecting consumers and investors. You might see us um, doing some work to push back against these ESG requirements, that's um, environment, social justice and government governance, which is uh, kind of these woke policies that have no business in the financial sector. Um, you know, we're going to work on data privacy. So all of those issues through the Financial Services Committee are going to be uh, relevant to constituents back home. Um, the Rules Committee uh, deals with every, it, it will touch every bill uh, that comes through uh, to the floor of the House of Representatives. So uh, one of the things that we fought for in um, in the rules changes is, restoring regular order and so the rules committee is the first step in ensuring that the house follows regular order and functions in a way that is responsive to the members who represent uh, the constituents back home and the house education and workforce committee uh, that is a pretty uh, straightforward how it could help back home but um, you know this is the, the district is home to uh, world-class educational institutions uh, workforce that as attractive, some innovative companies, and we'd have high-tech manufacturers. So improving our workforce, uh, getting more folks here, uh, getting the, the onshoring of, of um, manufacturing and, and giving us the security nationally we need. We don't have to be reliant on these um, countries that are hostile to us for uh, our supply chain. Um, those are going to be really important. And then just restoring parental rights um, to education is going to be one of the first things that we'll work on in the Parents' Bill of Rights in the Education Committee. 
And we're speaking with Ninth District Congresswoman Erin Houchin. And uh, Congresswoman, last week, of course, um, there were uh, several uh, marches for life around the area, around the uh, the state, and around the country. Uh, uh, the first one since uh, Roe v. Wade was overturned. And uh, I understand that uh, you made some uh, remarks on the floor. And uh, so uh, what can you tell us about those? Sure. It was my second week of Congress, and I delivered uh, my first remarks on the House floor. It was to defend life, and it was speaking in support of the Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act. This is a bill that um, if a baby is um, is alive after a botched abortion, it would require that they're provided life-saving care. Um, Unfortunately, many Democrats voted against that. And uh, one of my comments on the House floor was that, um, you know, there are Democrats that want abortion on demand all the way up through the ninth month of pregnancy, and would even deny a child who miraculously survives an abortion life-saving care. Um, and that is just not, it's not part of our, you know, it goes against our constitutional right to life, but it's also just an inhumane way that we um, should never uh, treat newborn babies. So most, most Americans agree, most Hoosiers agree that these lives are, um, certainly as important. It's precious. They deserve the dignity and the respect of life-saving care. Uh, I was proud to be an original co-sponsor on that bill. I'm always going to work to defend life and support mothers and their children. And it kind of dovetails uh, and is consistent with uh, your work in the uh, Indiana Senate uh, sponsoring the, the baby box bill. That's correct. And I'm so happy with the results of the baby box bill. Um, you know, when I got on that legislation with uh, State Representative Randy Fry, uh, we wanted to get these boxes in more rural areas. And um, after the passage of the bill, the first box to be installed was happened to be in my Senate district in Paoli, Indiana. And uh, we have seen many, many more um, boxes uh, be available to uh, mothers who, for whatever reason, that's given them a safe option to um, uh, give their child a safe place to be placed um, in the event that they feel they can't um, take care of those children. And since the baby box bill has been initiated, uh, we haven't had any deaths of infants um, due to abandonment. Um, It has been a tremendous life-saving bill across the state of Indiana. And, of course, it also means that uh, they can give the child up uh, without uh, legal repercussions. That's correct. Yes, that's right. So uh, that was part of the um, the safe haven law was uh, allowing mothers to um, give up their children without those uh, repercussions if they do it in a safe way through one of these mechanisms. And another uh, uh, item for you, uh, Congresswoman, was the uh, the vote to restore American energy uh, independence. And uh, understand that the uh, I know it's going before the uh, the president, and um, he's uh, threatened to veto this bill. And uh, what can you tell us where that stands? You know, that was a frustrating thing to see. You know, Joe Biden has drawn down our strategic petroleum reserves to the lowest level uh, since 1984, and he's delaying plans to refill these uh, these reserves. Um, he stopped um, permitting uh, that um, has uh, certainly contributed to uh, in in some way, the uh, rises in gas prices that we've seen um, and using the strategic petroleum reserve to try to lower those gas prices due to the, their own actions is certainly not um, not a responsible action. 
he threatened to veto the bill uh, to restore American en- energy independence. It was the Strategic Production Response Act. Uh, we were happy to uh, go ahead and pass that bill, giving the president um, a chance to um, change course and uh, take an action that uh, will really protect our strategic reserves. We hope that he will, the Senate will um, go ahead and pass that too, and that he will uh, change course and, uh, of course, sign that uh, into law. But we have had um, um, Kevin McCarthy noted that there were enough votes to override his veto uh, with Republicans and Democrats signing on and voting for this bill to protect our reserves. All right. And then uh, anything else uh, before we let you get back to it, Congresswoman Houchin? You know, this week we're looking at um, we're looking at a package of bills that are it's going to end the COVID pa- uh, pandemic emergency uh, declaration at the federal level. We're going to um, encourage um, we're going to require that federal employees go back to work so they can do the work of the people uh, in their offices and not from home. Um, and we're going to protect our healthcare workers from those vaccine mandates. So. Uh, a lot this week on the COVID um, pandemic emergency declaration that, um, you know, even Joe Biden declared that the pandemic was over, yet we're still suffering under some of these um, restrictions. And uh, we need to get the government back to regular order and, um, you know, restore the power to the people through their elected representatives. And one of the first steps in doing that right now is ending the uh, emergency declaration under the pandemic and giving that power back to the Congress. And uh, finally, uh, how can folks uh, back in the 9th Congressional District get a hold of you or your office if they have a uh, problem with, a, uh, say, a federal agency or they have questions, uh, things of that nature? So um, we have an office in Jeffersonville, um, and there's a, a phone number there. Um, everything is listed on the website. Uh, if you search uh, Representative Aaron Housen, you should find the official page. Um, you can always email um, our staff um, for those issues. Um, I'll have Heidi uh, send that off to you. Make sure that you have it. Um, I don't have it right off the top of my mm-hmm. head. So. Okay. All right. And then, of course, also uh, gov. Also, a, uh, uh, is that the... Will that work? Yes, too? that's it. Houchin.house.gov. Yep, that's right. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, Congresswoman Erin Houchin, uh, we appreciate your time this morning. Stay well, and uh, we look forward to talking to you again in two weeks. Thank you so much, Tom. Have a great week. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To Go, big city convenience, small town taste.